Pods proudly presents Garrett Teitelbaum. It's nice to see he's working. And they said, I just ordered it on the computer. They said, do you want to pick it up? I said, of course I do. I need it tonight. Right. Talking to Matt. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Now we're taping. Staples was like, okay, yeah, yeah, that guy. They'll shoot you a text. They'll say, uh, it'll be ready within an hour. And then they text you again. They said, now you can come. They don't want you there early. Why? Because they haven't pulled it off the shelf yet. They have to, you know, prepare the order. Yeah, Staples is like people loitering around. No, they don't want you wandering around that Penn, Penn Avenue Center. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get sense. lost in the Trader Joe's or the McDonald's. Right. A lot right. of nefarious characters. Oh, yeah. They're like, are just, they all, are they we'll all text you. Interconnected? Uh, well, it's like a strip mall. Uh, okay, okay. So this is over East Liberty, Point Breeze, like right in that space in between. Where the nice. Staples is. Right, where, yeah. I bu- where I bought your microphone. That oh, I, I get to keep it? No, you can't take it with you. Damn. I paid good money for it. But I was going to say, yeah. It's a tax write-off now that we're uh, part of the podcast network. Oh, Garrett up? Teitelbaum LLC, baby. Nice. Yeah, incorporated. So. Nice. How much do you... Uh... Uh, oh. Take advantage of that tax write-off. Um, for equipment and stuff that I can use for the podcast, I do. But my day job, I had to become an independent contractor to work with like marketing for a handful of automotive dealers uh, okay. a little over a year ago, two years ago now. So I've been able, this is my second year filing that way. It's not too bad. You pay your own nice. like, health insurance and stuff. But to be able sure. to write off anything that I use for the business is... Uh, oh. Oh, yeah. helpful yeah mm-hmm. um, I did not write it off for the business today but because I'm the kind of guy who places Facebook ads and I fell susceptible to one and I ordered this obnoxious box of clothing from Threadbeast that I picked oh, up today Threadbeast yeah. is now a thing they fucking hit me with so many ads for the last like several weeks really? and so I I don't know am I the kind of guy who's a sucker my, my, Matt Salter's my guest this week on episode 185 on the podcast if you're a uh Long-time listener, you might remember Matt from the pilot episode that we taped at Art All Night 2016. Yeah. Way back three years ago. Yeah, I I remember that. We were in a warehouse that has since been demolished. (laughs) I had Kevin O'Brien, Michelle Riches, Woody Drennan, Jenna Sivak, and Mindy Cooper had organized the event. Mm -hmm. And then yourself and and Frank Frank McDade. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I was just thinking about that the other day. I think that was when uh, we had... Uh, we were talking about our amazing uh, Kareem Abdul Jafar <laughs> discovery. It still makes me laugh. Well, and that's a good for this week. Disney Plus is now out and about. That's right. Everybody's talking Disney these days. They are talking that. Now, are you still uh, living with Kevin? I was going to say Casa O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> You, I, 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 I am. He, he changed his name. He's now uh, he does, Casa O'Brien. Yes, yes. He identifies as Spanish. And who am I to deny him of that? So, yeah. See. Si. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I'm still living with Kevin. Um, it's going well. You guys watching Disney Plus a lot? That's where I was hoping to take that oh. in my head <laughs> when I started that idea. Don't want to ask, are you watching Disney Plus? Take a long way. Yeah. Um, no. Any I chance think. I had to talk about Kevin. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if, 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 if you want, I can just call him up and put him on speaker. Ooh, yeah. I mean, did he ask where you were going tonight? No. No, he doesn't care about your no. day-to-day operations. He assumes you'll come home when it's over. Yeah, and likewise. Yeah, it's a trusting relationship. Hardly any questions are ever asked. It's just in, in until just, the next time. Yeah. Well, even people <laughs> coming back, don't need to tell where they're going, when they're coming back. Sure. It doesn't matter. Country roads. That's right. Take me home or don't take me home. And take then, you me. know, yeah. He'll find out when I get there what yeah. I was up to. Yeah. If I'm gone for a weekend, you know, 
I'll come back on like Monday and I'll. That's all who knows that I'm gone for the weekend. I guess. Oh, I was wondering where you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen you in a while, so. So it doesn't sound like a busy week for your Disney Plus watching together. No, no, no. I mean, we we, we do some do do some uh, 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 buddy streaming. I guess is is not the term, but I'm going to use it as the term anyway. It's the it's the Netflix and chill for friends. It's sure, buddy streaming. Buddy streaming. Just a couple of buddies streaming together. Yeah. <laughs> what else could that mean? But Ain't sitting nothing... on a couch watching. Ain't nothing TV. weird, absolutely. Well, no. when when I started improv and Kev was right around the corner from the Steel City Improv Theater, that was every after every show, after every class, we would end up going there to watch The Simpsons, which now, obviously, he owns the DVDs, but he does. Is, is streaming in uh, the yeah. full 30 seasons worth. That's right. Although, didn't they just, didn't they edit something out? So they, the issue that people are having is the aspect ratio is different for the first, I want to say like 18 or 19 years because TV wasn't in widescreen yet. It wasn't HD, everything. So by cropping out some of the stuff that you lose when you change that, some of the visual gags went away. And I know that the one that they reference is, uh, they're like doing a tour of the Duff factory. And it's like Duff Dry, Duff Light, and Duff Original. And you can see in the original that they're all coming from the same tube. So it's all the same alcohol. Yeah. You know, it's just that. But yeah, you yeah. don't get that on Disney+. Plus. They've cut that out. And then they also... Disney doesn't want people to be wise to the fact that corporations can be deceitful. Well, they don't want people to know that. And right. certainly not about a fictional beer company. Certainly not. Duff is not owned by Disney. But, but they've also uh, taken out the first episode of season three, which I think across the board has been removed from syndication as well, which is the Michael Jackson camera ah, episode. So right, after, right. after uh, the Forgetting Neverland or Forever Neverland or whatever, the documentary that HBO did. Le- I want to say Leaving. Leaving, maybe. Not Finding. Don't go there. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's Johnny Depp. Leaving Neverland is a Johnny Depp film. Maybe no finding Neverland. finding finding Neverland, and that's about Johnny. an adult Peter Pan. Yeah, which is dis- couldn't couldn't be further from the Michael Jackson stuff. Clearly, <laughs> um, so glad we found our way to MJ. Well, do you? There are very few things for people in our age bracket, other than nine eleven, where people ask you, "Do you know where you were when that happened?" Oh, right, but I know yeah. I, I know that I found out over Twitter while driving with my friends from Cincinnati to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and we stopped in Knoxville, the University of Tennessee uh, area, for like a B Dubs like dinner before we got oh, into Gatlinburg. Of course, yeah, B Dubs great. So that was when we all discussed and talked about it. Mm. It was the weekend of the NBA draft. Oh, uh, who's number one overall that year? I don't know. I know that the Timberwolves took three guards, and one of them was Ricky Rubio. Oh, Ruby Rubes. That just became fun to yell at each other. Of course it did. The whole weekend. Of course it did. A bunch of 19, 20-year-old men who hadn't seen each other in a year. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a nice little college reunion weekend. Yeah, I mean, I would still yell Rubio to somebody if I knew they would get it. It's tough. There's not a ton of NBA fans in Pittsburgh. There really aren't. And you know they don't have a team. They've got the right. other three sports to worry about. Yeah. Would you put the NBA as your top league? I would not. No. Okay. No, no, no. What's your top league? Uh, <laughs> Just a normal way to word that question. <laughs> right. <laughs> when I ask you if I'm living with Kevin O'Brien first, then ask me what my top league is, maybe. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, NHL. Yeah, sure. you're a big hockey, hockey guy. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm puck guy. Sure. Uh, now, did you always grow up in this neck of the woods? Uh, I did. Okay. Yeah, I was grew up uh, up north, Franklin Park. Ah, nice. Yeah. Way up north. Yeah. I mean, it's always funny uh, to me, and I talk to people in the city, 
And they're like, oh, way up north. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just 20 minutes. So. <laughs> to 79, I guess that's way up north. But People think everything north of the city is north. They're like, Butler? Right, yeah. I hardly knew her. <laughs> <laughs> I would never not laugh at those garbage jokes. I'm just here to make us laugh, and if the rest of the people oh. enjoy it, then I'm happy for them. I hope you're enjoying our brand new blue microphones here on Garrett Teitelbaum. It's nice to see he's working. Our typical home, the unplanned comedy warehouse, is in hibernation mode. Lunchmeat Grumble Kraut has blocked the doors and told me I can no longer podcast there, so I had to come home. But don't worry, I just hung up some beautiful art from my show that I used to do there with Lunchmeat Grumble Kraut. One of the all-time great posters from here in the Pittsburgh comedy scene. Matt, do you have a favorite poster for any show you've ever done? I do, in fact. Um, and it's the... Uh, I think it's the final Apex show that we just did, like, a month ago. I saw those over at Arcade. Maybe. That's a fun series of posters. Yeah. You know, anytime we, uh, uh, we get to uh, shit on ourselves, you know... <laughs> out in the open publicly, you know, because we all do it uh, privately, individually to ourselves. Of course, who but, wouldn't? But, you know, exactly, but getting to do that, you know, and advertise it like that. Look like you've been graffitied. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, which we have in a way, so. So for the listeners who either can't see the posters right now or may have missed them while the show was still going on, mm-hmm. do you want to describe them? No. Nope. Uh, yeah, sure. Just imagine them. That's right. Think of all graffiti <laughs> posters. Um, yeah, so we had the last name of all of the team members who were at the show, which was like a lot, like 12 or something. This was a max, like uh, short form team, correct? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. My God. You know more about than I do. Uh, so we had all the, all the names listed down in the style of that uh, Beatles shirt. The one that goes like John, Paul, Ringo, George, uh, just just down. Pete Best. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Best. Yoko. Uh, Yoko. Uh, the other guy Sean who was Lennon. also a drummer. Um, that was Pete Best. Right. No, but then then another one though. A third it? drummer. It was either I, I, I it was was it pre Best. Are, are you thinking of Pre Fontaine, the runner? <laughs> No, Prefontaine, the drummer. Oh. Uh, that's the run. Yeah, yeah. No, I swear there, there's another... Neil Pert. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Um, it was, it was, I, I'm, I'm but that style of shirt, it. I've seen anyway, a few bands. Yeah, yeah. They've been co-opted by a few different movements and stuff. Of For sure. Anybody who needs a yeah, pepperoni and sausage and cheese. It's right. like a pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Can, just a list. Tried and true design. Hey, we're not here to reinvent the solid. wheel. We're no, here to we're entertain. Right. I want to say we're here to just to graffiti the wheel and make our own. <laughs> Spray paint those wheels. Yeah. Anyway, so we, we put some of those out and then just crossed our names out with marker and some of them we just put like nerd and all caps next to them. Um, we played with, uh, obviously, the team's 8-bit. We put an H in front of the 8 to make Ooh, it say hate. Hate bit. Those are our alternate evil egos. Uh, we turned like B Y O B. We turned one of the Y's into an O, so it said boob. Um, <laughs> oh, it's, it's another one. That's right. Just, Great. That's yeah. an I hardly know her. That's always exactly. funny. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Boob's always funny. Put it on a calculator. I'm gonna right. Laugh. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, also scratched out the B and just made it B Y O U R M O M. Um, so just uh, be your mom. So, I mean, that was great. Bring your mom? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bring your own mom. Bring your own Don't mom. Don't bring somebody else's mom to our show. Hey, it's not that kind of show. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Is, uh, are you still doing short form currently, or are you on a hiatus now that the 8-bit is on uh, 
have done? Have you retired from Short Farm? Are you done with? I would like to take this time on the Garrett Tunnelman podcast that she's working to say that I am formally retiring, only to unretire sometime later in the future from Short Farm Improv. Well, you don't want to, you know. Take yourself off the roster. Exactly. You want to be in in the conversation when people need you to be a support player to come in. Oh yeah, no, I am I am farving from short form right now. There you go. Yeah. The opportunity to come back into the league. Absolutely. Not just just anywhere. not as good as I was, and then come back again even worse. It's kind of <laughs> how I want to for the rival. You know exactly to, to, to make to... other people look better. Right. Yeah, that's how I make my scene partners look better, is by just looking worse than If them. I am the worst person on the stage, yeah. then everybody else looks better by Absolutely. comparison. Absolutely, yeah. Is that Absolutely. your style out there? Do you think that's the <laughs> good advice for a young improviser, is be the worst player so everyone else will look stronger? I mean, in a sense, though, when you think about like the philosophy of things, because I always do like to take like a more philosophical approach sure. to improv and stuff. Um I don't think it would be the worst thing. I think, you know, take a lot of pressure off of yourself to be like, oh, I got to be like really funny and I got to be good. And I got to make sure I make like smart moves and stuff. And, you know, you'll probably be like way too uh, judgy with your instincts in that sense. But if you just go out there to be like, oh, I'll just, you know. It's all going to be fine. Yeah. I'm just there for them. Exactly. Don't make it about you. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. That is what it's all the about. The team, baby. That yeah. and hokey pokey. One I was going to say, I, th- I think it and you say it. We're a good team. Yeah. That's what it's <laughs> nobody, all about. Nobody needs to be the star. No, 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 <laughs> Just, no. If we both aim to be the worst, then the other person looks better. I think exactly. That's, that's my goal as a host, at least. Is exactly. To take all the pressure off myself. For sure. By just pushing the questions makes, back to you. Yeah. Makes me think of the uh, uh, the Bulls in the 90s. It was just uh, a crap fest between, you know, Jordan Pippen of, of who, can, who can be worse. Right. And they were miserable at that. I would be more than happy to be a Steve Kerr. I don't need to be number one. Let me be five, six deep on the roster. Let me be a happy exactly. 12th man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just hang out, Just hang on the bench. happy to be the best exactly. at something. Exactly. <laughs> and even if that's at helping the team. Yeah. That's okay. Don't need those name. expectations. When did you find improv? Was it something that you discovered after college, or was it something that you found earlier in life? Um. So I was, like, aware that it had existed just in terms of, like, you know, watching Who's Line uh on tv way back in like middle or high school yeah that was a family show in the title bomb house for sure oh for sure one that we all watched together great great great. and had seen uh a a team you know we had a college team improv college team don't throw shoes don't throw shoes from the university of the college of worcester worcester college in ohio correct my fourth grade teacher went to worcester really oh we're bringing it all the way back hell yeah she once babysat nancy cartwright the voice of bart simpson damn fourth grade teacher mrs delon miss delon hope you're doing well thanks for tuning in to the podcast i could be mrs delon i don't maybe could be it's been i'm not in the fourth grade no more all right yeah i don't know you don't know maybe it was mrs and now it's back to miss or life goes on (laughs) the circle continues to spin bart's still a nine-year-old boy that's right that's true (laughs) that is true yeah no one could deny that's right (laughs) babysitting any simpsons adjacent character by association you now never age yeah i think it's uh it's transferable it is like your bank balance Go ahead, yeah. give me that routing number. Oh yeah, um, eight six seven. Uh, 
309. Jenny, I got the number. <laughs> well, that's just fun times right here on Garrett's Idle Mom. It's nice to see he's working. It's just a glass of water. I promise I didn't poison you. Is I'm it a dirty glass? It's so, it's so teal. Oh, yeah. It's got a nice, uh, a fun theme. I wanted to have the same glass for both of us. Oh, I'm glad. Uh, we don't have a ton of matchers. We got a lot of uh, pint glasses from different establishments here at the house. Okay. I just don't understand. How uh, the glass, well, it's teal even without the water. Okay. <laughs> the water itself, as you see in the other bottle. Right. Clear. Right. The glass is the one that's shaded. Right, right. And you're an adult man who I need to explain this to. You do. It's and fine. I thank you for that. You're I mean, welcome. I so this is I'm someone who accepted that I will never understand how 3D printers do what they do. Oh, sure. So, yeah, just pouring water into a colored glass, even that is enough to really <laughs> really vex me for a good 15 to 20. But how? Cuz that's a shade of water you've seen. It's, you know. Sure. I get that. Exactly. Like, what am I drinking? It's off-putting. It, it, it kind of is. I think moving forward, I probably won't use these glasses if it's going to be as big a distraction point for future guests. Uh, my guess is it won't be. We're doing this but... as like a backdoor pilot now. We're reestablishing for season two. Right. I'm gonna We're say, changing yeah, the yeah. whole format. And, yeah, I um, thank you again for any time, you know, you're, you're kind of starting again. You know, you have me on. You should always be here for the reset episode. Exactly. Yeah, I uh, think that's a smart. Like, that yeah. was my strategy. Thank you. You're welcome. Right, thank you like, for doing it. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Every year that we need right. a new pilot, every three years, whether we need it or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have me on, um, and then I'll make all your future guests look good. By We've set the bar a low. trash episode. <laughs> we need a fun episode this week because we have been a little bit behind. We don't typically fall behind, but with the warehouse going hibernating, me waiting to buy my microphones, yeah. I've been traveling. Yeah. So we are. We're behind a week. Where have you been traveling? Well, I'm in Ohio a lot for work down in the Dayton, Cincinnati area. The dealerships I work with are in Dayton. So I end up nice. back there a good amount. Uh, but my, I'll be there next week and then the first week of December. So I'm trying to tape a few before I go. Mm-hmm. But this new setup's pretty mobile. So I like it. might yeah. be able to tape a few interviews with comedians I know in the Cincinnati and Dayton oh, markets nice. or fake people that have known me since I was young. What people? I know people. Did uh, you say fake people? No, people people that are like uh, I swear to not God, comedians. Like fake people. <laughs> Yeah, like just fake people. They're not even like real. Doesn't matter. <laughs> They're like not important. No, they get every guest of the show is important. All guests for 185 weeks, and it's going to be yeah. in a row here again soon. We just need to do one makeup episode. So well, you just, you briefly retired and you came back. Oh, you think that'll work? Yeah. That's what you just did. Oh, that's yeah. like I missed a week and a half. Oh, yeah, that's all it takes. He's out of the loop. He's fired. Right. You have to be consistent. I think that's what helps. And and I like having a streak that counts every week. Even when I – like I traveled to Israel earlier this year. It was my first international year. Yeah, So awesome. I ended up missing two weeks because of it. I still made it up. Oh, all right. Just right. got to get those interviews out quicker. Nice. People need two interviews in the Thanksgiving week. They're they traveling. Do. Exactly. You know, on Thanksgiving, you know, it's all about just, you know – Taken in more than you should. Uh, excessive content. Right. It's the most American holiday. It is. You get to watch a parade. Mm-hmm. You get the, you know, commercialism crammed down your throat. Oh. Every Broadway musical performed oh. one song, lip synced. Oh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You get to make snap judgments about any Broadway performance based off of like a segment of one of the songs out of context from the show on the street. Right. Love it. Marching bands from all across the nation. Mm-hmm. Then 
Not one, not two, three football games. An entire afternoon. You could go play with your friends outside. Get the neighborhood together. No, you couldn't. You couldn't. Not if they're fake friends. They're touching <laughs> they football with. You couldn't because you're too enamored sitting on that couch watching that football. Reading the newspaper, trying to find all the best deals for the biggest sales day the next day. <laughs> Guess what the day before Thanksgiving is? The biggest bar holiday. Oh, now that is for sure true. It's a good three-day window for America. And <laughs> people want to skip over it just because they love Christmas so much. Not on It's Nice to See He's Working. We are Thanksgiving advocates. We believe in the one true pilgrim and that man's name was that John Smith? Is he a pilgrim? John Smith sounds right. I think John Smith and Pocahontas. Joseph. Joseph Smith is Mormons. Right. Oh yeah. Joseph he, Campbell. He's the main nope. Guy. That's not it. Shit. Who was the main like pilgrim guy? Head pilgrim. Yeah. Except in some generic Joe Joseph. Uh, Listeners, shit. write in. Let us know. Put it in the reviews that you leave each week. Let people know about the podcast and let people know who we couldn't think of in episode 185. <laughs> Head Pilgrim, John Joe Maybe. <laughs> and that was it. And it was John Joe Maybe. Miles John Standish. Maybe. Miles Standish. Ah, yes. The old one, too. Miles yeah. Standish. <laughs> That's definitely who it was. He's a famed pilgrim. Yep. And the Indians that they communed with and. Treated well, I heard. At least for that meal. At least for that meal. <sighs> well. Well. It's been a great interview, man. Yes. I feel like we've really done a nice job. We have the box. Do you want to do this oh, unboxing? Holy shit, like, um, yeah. So, so how, how many of these are there? I know there was like, there was like, there, there was Trunk Club and then there was So I like, did Trunk Club briefly. Yeah. And that one. Oh, yeah, you did. I liked it. You did it briefly, didn't you? Yeah, briefly, I only ex it. exclusively ordered briefs from yeah. that. Trunk Club was different because you get a box of clothes and then you pick what you want mm -hmm. and ship back everything else. Mm -hmm. This was one set amount. And I got a discount code. That's what prompted me to do it. Oh, of course, of course. Um, I'll do anything. And for the you discount. get, I believe, five or six items, but I have no way of returning them. So you and I will decide: Are these things that Garrett would wear, or do I have to try and resell them oh, to listeners of oh, the show? Oh, right. Another audio segment of: Are these things Garrett would wear? You know, we're gonna find out here. So here for it. The Thread Beast was curated in sunny California. Right, Garrett is using a pen now to open up the box. We don't have a letter opener in the studio. He's, so. he's built on the pen immediately. Nope, back to the pen. Uh, all right, and he's got it. All right, document. Don't forget to photograph or film your unboxing. Well, we have an audio recording. That's right. Share your experience with the community. Listeners, tell everyone about Thread Beast, and perhaps they will sponsor us in this podcast segment, the unboxing. I oh, got a free yeah. package rules. giveaway. Here There's are the rules. rules. If you follow our friends at Threadbeast on Instagram and post a photo and or a story of your package contents on your Instagram for us to repost, I have to tag Threadbeast, I have to hashtag Threadbeast for get creative, grid sound, shots. It does not sound like a rule. It sounds like unboxing a, a videos, etc. Or like they want me to advice. fold everything out like that. That's what they're trying to say. 
is they want us to do like a staged photo. We can do that. The Twitter for Garrett Teitelbaum or the Instagram, excuse me, for Garrett Teitelbaum. They're both the same. You can follow me at Dropping Bombs, B-A-U-M-S, on Instagram and Twitter. You'll be able to see the official Threadbeast box and we'll see what Garrett Teitelbaum <laughs> is going to wear out of this. Hopefully all of it. That would make this segment stronger, I have no doubt. This is a nice-looking jacket to start. All right. I am very into this color. We got like a... It's like a like military a, green. Yeah, military green. That's a nice... Sleek. Almost like a, uh, a sleeker members-only jacket. Yeah, member of the military. Member of the military. Military Elwood. bar. Now, oh, this yeah. I'm not crazy about. I'll be honest. It's got a shoulder pocket, uh, but maybe I'd get used to that. Uh, it's more on the bicep than the shoulder. Well, again, you know, you want to show off those uh, yeah. sick buys I've because you're in the military. I'm in the military. And... I'm doing push-ups, so that's yeah. going to be a mid... Right, you're like, hold on, like, I got this tab. You this is where I keep... Your arm. Yeah, and I'll yeah. keep some cash and a pen, maybe a notebook. Who knows? Absolutely. I'm into it, okay? Elwood yeah. makes this jacket. We're on board so far. One for one, box friends. Don't try it on. Now, hold tight. Do you think that they know that my name rhymes with the word carrots? Because this is just a black t-shirt with red letters that says carrots. carrots. Now, it is the name of the company, uh, Carrots, who made this shirt. But I don't know if I can wear a shirt around that just has a word that rhymes with my name. You know what? I don't think you can, too. And I'm... <laughs> I'm really not huge on that as a like 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 a business strategy to just name a company just after a general food. Mm-hmm. It's not a great apple. Would really be the only one <laughs> that I can think that I'm actively using right now. Right. Um, that's a food-based name. There's no orange. Also, There's a skateboard company, orange. For sure. There's uh, an app yeah, company yeah. too. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But with Apple, I mean, it's so much of like the logo too, though. It's like just put like an apple. The just that's the just word. The carrots. word carrots. There's no leaf. Right. There's no, no orange to it. No, no, no fun carrot logo. All right. Well, a carrots t-shirt that has potential. I don't. If I walk up on stage to do stand-up and they go, "Your next comedian, Garrett Teitelbaum," and I show up in a shirt that just says carrots, yes, that's all the audience would think about. Is that word rhymes with? Is is his name carrots? You, you, that, that's your opening bit. Yeah. And I can't rely. I only have so many T-shirt based bits right. that I can open. With. Well, I mean, how many shirts are you bringing to your sets? Oh, well, one per show. Oh, well then. But I think it's good I don't to know, have man, four or five different say. shirts that you wear in rotation. Right. <laughs> I mean, within the set is what I'm saying. Like, start oh. with a carrot shirt, do some carrot Garrett material. It's gold. Go to um, the back, stretch, pop it off. Right, right. Okay. Pop it out. Come back in. Different shirt. That's what, that's what people want to hear. Just jokes about appearances. This isn't bad. This is a long sleeve shirt from DC Shoes, which is a shoe oh. company I've known oh, about. I was reading that. Looks like it said like DC Shoesa. Shoes USA. The USA has a very like Susa yeah. visual element to it. I see that because the O and the C in front. Yeah, because yeah. I'm so patriotic. It's all well, I can you see. love some John Philip Sousa. I know oh, yeah, that you and, you and Kev listen to for fun at the mm-hmm. house. So. JVS. JPS. John Philip. John Van Sousa. This is a bag? Another jacket. Oh, all right. Same color as the other jacket. This one has a duck on it. Oh, hell yeah. I like that. I'm here for any. That's a pigeon, actually. That's a pigeon. Ah. It's uh, it's called Staple, is the name of the company. It looks like a pigeon. There's so many odd connections here. We got Staples, Staple, K. 
Carrot Garrett. No, this is sharp. That's a good uh, windbreaker, green and black. Nice work so far. And this next one is a shirt that I probably already own in a different brand. I think he's keeping jacket, folks. I like the pigeon. I like them both. I don't know if I'd wear both of them. That's just a salad dress shirt right there. That's gray. a great. I want to say, I think I got gray one just like yeah, that. I that was I also extremely reminiscent of, I believe it was a, a Hallmark uh, holiday film okay. uh, starring uh, uh, Superman's Brandon Ralph. Oh, Ruth. the only Superman for me. Exactly. And Dean Kane. <laughs> oh, no, no. I thought you were going to say Brandon Ralph, the only Superman for me. And then that was it. I know you're adding a dramatic pause. Yeah, I was. Okay. I my first TV crush was on Terry Hatcher uh, when she was uh, Lois Lane on the mm-hmm. TV show. Well, so he's my Superman. Oh, gotcha. Eat it, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the same company, Staple. Uh, so the pigeon people have done nice work, and I think we've got two more items. We lost the box. We lost the box. But don't worry, it's on the ground. We're not far away. Finally, some pants. Cargo pants. A pant I don't think I've worn in a number of years. Well, because you haven't come across the right pair, clearly. Come across the right pair. But we got some Levi's 502 regular taper cargos from our friends here at Levi's. Long cargos. And last but certainly not least, the official Threadbeast sticker and And a a beanie hat with a cool triangle logo on it. From Italy. Ooh la la. I could tell because of from that logo. Yeah, that's an Italian company. You can tell. Yeah, a pyramid. So we'll get that photo posted. We'll try and win their box promotion. Threadbeast, you've been promoted. Welcome to the podcast. It's nice to see he's unboxing. You it's nice are... to see he's wearing yeah. great clothes. It's nice to see he's not nude. It's nice to see he put those clothes far away from the lit candle. Because mm. he's an intelligent man. Well, I didn't want to reach further than necessary. Yep. I probably should have blown the candle out. I was doing it for ambiance. No, we, I'm so glad. We it's... had dinner, and we also have cats. So I didn't know your allergy situation. Oh, um, make any assumptions? They're uh, in the other room. Okay. Because I don't want them meowing up our mics. Sure, sure. Um, no, no allergy okay. situation. Good. Love cats. Good. The movie's coming out soon. No. You excited for the no, film? I, I could not be more. I have to nix that in the bug, bud right now. <laughs> I love cats, the animals. That's it. Not interested in Andrew Lloyd Webber. Not interested. Anything he has to offer, even if it's just one select song on the Macy's Parade. Hard pass. Hard pass. I get it. Hard I get it. pass. He's a Phantom guy too, right? Yeah. Yeah, he wrote Phantom. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah. Not a fan. Not a phantom of phantom? Not a fan of the phantom. No. Do you like Broadway shows typically when there's more than one song? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I do. I do. You been able to see any in the last year? I've seen more this year than I have in the last few years. Why? Well, when we went to England, that was my other international trip this year, I got to see Waitress with Catherine Mm -hmm. McPhee in the lead and actually uh, Jack McBrayer as one of the male, uh, which it was his first time doing any stage production, uh, but it was at the West End in London. We got like discount tickets our last day in town. It was awesome. Sure, that was delightful. And then shortly after I got back, I went with a few friends here in town and saw Book of Mormon when they were touring through Pittsburgh. So that was nice to get to do both of those. Great show. And then I saw just recently when I was home in Ohio, my stepfather music direct the 
play of the musical Rock of Ages, which is a nice 80s jukebox. Oh, yeah. Hear all the songs you already knew and oh, yeah. sing along. Yeah, Rock of Ages. Heck yeah. Those are my big three this year. Oh, that's the big three. That's what Garrett saw. After a father, son, and What'd you the Holy see? Ghost. Yeah. It's nice. What did see? I see? That is the Holy Ghost. It's nice know? to see that he's seeing musicals. It's nice to see he's cultured. Um, I think most recently I saw Hamilton for the first time. Nice. I tried to win tickets on the lottery system, and it didn't work out for me. I mean, hey, you did your best. I did my best. <laughs> That's all you can do with a lottery is just enter it. And then you've done as much as anybody else did. I don't know if you remember from your time at Wooster, but the Ohio like state lottery slogan is "You can't win if you don't play," which I always, anytime anyone's talking about betting stuff, that's what I'll always. Just... I mean, and then I will then point to them to the bench on those Bulls dynasty teams and say, "Hell yeah, you can win if you don't play." Those guys won. Other players, other people are playing great. Yeah, you're just riding those coattails. I'm just here to make sure you practice hard. That's right. Or as hard as you want to. (laughs) Tell me how good you want me to be in practice, man. Just trying to practice. (laughs) How are the Pens doing this year? Are they going to be on the rise again? Uh, I think so. No, they're looking pretty good this year. They haven't been getting the results. um, But the the on-ice play, like from game to game, uh, way better than than they were uh, last year and probably the year before that as well. So nice. They've got some pace again. Um, for some reason, uh, after they went back to back, Rutherford was like, "Everything that we've been doing well, we need to stop doing." So he's so the team got slower. He got like enamored with like getting you know uh, uh, bigger and heavier again for some reason. Um, and then we weren't playing as well because Mike Sullivan he he don't play with that shit. He can't coach that shit. No. So, um, yeah, finally we're, we got back to some speed a bit again, uh, some more youth in the lineup. So now they're looking they're looking knock on wood, kind of like how they did when they made that nice uh, first run back in uh, 2016. I always like that when a team can make, like, one big move midseason, like bringing in a new coach like Mike Sullivan, and then go on to have that quick success. Oh, yeah. And obviously to have two back-to-back is pretty absurd, but – for him to yeah come oh my through. god and to do it with a backup goalie the first time oh yeah yeah i mean it's a kind of an absurd story crazy crazy i mean the second cup they won was the first year that uh the pens had ever uh won a cup with uh the coach that started the year with the team i'm pretty sure i'm pretty wow, sure the first really I, I think the first three were every coach was five transition years wow yeah, yeah it's crazy man I, you know, hockey is one of those sports I think you had to appreciate when you were young, maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. And instead, even living in the city, I thought I would have been more swept up in it. Yeah. But it was just interfering with shows I was trying to produce <laughs> and oh, mi- right, mics yeah. I was trying to do, <laughs> things like that. So it just be, kind of became a nuisance for two and a half months. <laughs> yeah, I would say that that does not help. Um, they don't help their cases with the uh, performing arts community in oh. terms of like them coming around. Uh, them being the performers because yeah they associate sports with just trouble with parking basically hey, and lack of attendance way. and shit and yeah yeah exactly damn it come on sports in personal news you received a pretty big honor recently for the Pittsburgh New Works Festival correct best supporting actor for your stage play yeah yeah uh, right. uh, out, out sport out, out, out sporting out, out sported anybody and everybody it was uh, outstanding uh, supporting uh, actor yeah that's incredible yeah did that I'm not somebody who ever really stops and like celebrates things and mm-hmm. realizes stuff's good you know that's like a big deal 
did you have you gotten to do any celebrating or does that register as something that's an impressive thing that is on Matt's resume for the rest of his life? Yeah, um, I think um, it's just always like uh, just instinctual for me when like anything like that happens. It's just to immediately downplay it sure. on a personal level. Um, so yeah, it's definitely balances balance of like sort of definitely being proud of like the work that I uh, was able to put on um, on stage with that, and uh, you know you know being uh, quite flattered really that you know that people enough people had like voted for me for that but also you know, at the same time you know it's just like well i mean i was also like really fortunate to be part of like a powerhouse production you know it was one of those things where like you know it was like return of the king you know it was like had like 11 oscars you know we won like five of seven of the awards or something uh this year and you know it's just just i just happened to be uh in a play that was part of a thing that had an award you could vote on as opposed to like 90 5% of all the other uh, productions on stage throughout the year in Pittsburgh, which, you know, aren't eligible for eligible for an award sure. like that. Um, so, but there's still, people are putting on, like, uh, incredible, amazing work. So, yeah. It's got to be cool to be at a point where it's the entire show kind of being awarded throughout the night, where it's not just you. Where oh, you can sure. Like, I was a part of something bigger than myself with this ensemble. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It, it really was. I mean, that honestly, that was probably the most um, enjoyable part about that is it was very kind of like um, uh, globesy. Sure. Uh, we were just, you know, we were sitting at like at our uh, uh, table, um, you know, uh, boozing it up, and then you know everyone's you know sure. getting caught up, giving giving speeches, etc. Is that a moment yeah. where you write down what you're going to say? Do you have any anticipation before you get up there that I, it could go your way? Right, right. Yeah, no, I definitely beforehand was like, well, like this could be a possibility, so I got to at least go through some of the stuff I'm going to say. Sure. And I remember to say almost all of it. Nice. Yeah, I didn't want to write things down because, again, I thought that would look like, like an asshole or something. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I knew this was coming. Right, which, I mean, this is not at all like... What, what, like what it mean sure. when, when people do that but i just again how i would perceive myself doing it you don't yeah. want to be over so overwhelmed by the moment that you draw a blank when you get up there right. you're at least somebody who does improv you've been on stage in non-scripted situations mm -hmm. that you at least like all right what are the five things i want to make sure i articulate in this yeah. moment and i'm just playing five things up there <laughs> <laughs> giving my speech I tell you this, and I don't do as much improv as you, and I haven't coached in a long time. I think five things is for cowards. The game is seven things. Yeah. Push yourself. Mm -hmm. Come up with two more things. That's the whole point. Right? Yeah, no, I yeah, I think I'd taken a couple workshops with somebody. I don't even remember who it was at this point, but they were like, we're going to seven things because those extra two are where you That's really start muscle. to struggle. Yeah. That's the muscle. That's at least when I started, we did seven, and then later it became a five at one of the other schools. And I was like, this is not... You're not challenging each other. What are we other. even doing here? I can think of five things at any moment. Yeah. Don't pressure. Don't pressure. I can just say. No, don't ask me. Don't ask me. Do it right now. Garrett. Computer. Uh, yeah. Bottle. Computer. <laughs> Microphone. <That's> not, <laughs> five things is not just pointing to five things. <laughs> Hat. Military jacket. Military jacket with, with a black bottom. A pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thread beast. Thank you oh, for this non-sponsorship. <laughs> Maybe someday. Who knows? That's some good stuff. I could be a cargo pants guy, right? No, I don't know. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry for hesitating. <laughs> I should have. I should have immediately been like, "Hell yeah, you could pull that off." Of course off. you could, Garrett, bro. You're you the got coolest it. guy in town. Right, but I had, I had to. <laughs> <laughs> I had. I had to be honest in that it's not you. It's the pants. It's the pants, and I like Levi's. I'm probably wearing a Levi jean right now. Yeah, yeah. I think. I, th- I think unless you are making, um, six figures. Like, but like mid range to high range six figures, like okay. five plus. Um, you can't rock cargo. Wow, long, long cargo pants. You look at cargo pants as a like a status symbol for people in luxury positions. Apparently, I'm just realizing this right now. Well, you know, it's a whole kind of like you anti see, thing. We're you just see like, a man in cargo pants. You're like you rolling go, up. You that know, guy doesn't right. care about what I think of him. Exactly. So clearly, he must be doing great. He's got it all <laughs> figured out. <laughs> That guy's doing fine. Absolutely. Uh, one thing I didn't know is that uh, I'll be getting a package Thursday. I'm another you... is it another Threadbeast uh, package? Something Gary. from my mom. I didn't realize that alerts would come. I knew this, but I didn't think about it logically. <laughs> is that with uh, now having an Apple computer? That's a new uh, a work purchase. Um, that my mom. When she texts me, or anybody oh, texts me, not yeah, just my mom. This one just happens just, to be okay, my mom. Okay, I'm going to say. Um, and she listens to the show, so this will be a fun moment for her. Thanks, Mom. Uh, I'll be getting a package Gertz, either Thursday or Friday, but I can't open it until the holidays. Okay. So thank right. you for uh, for shopping for me already. You're a wonderful woman who uh, I'm very thankful that you're my mom. And wishing you a happy birthday, belated, because it was the day before we taped this. But if this episode had come out when we had initially intended it to come out, You'd have heard it before your birthday. And essentially, time is a flat circle. So really, what are we worried about? Everything's happening simultaneously. Couldn't have said it better myself. Amen. My goodness. So that computer, was, was that also, was that a work write-off? This is a work purchase, yeah. my uh, Purchase or write-off? All of the above. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, well, we'll make sure. It'll at least be a portion of it. I don't know if 100% will come, but it's going to okay. be. It's tax write-off because nice. I use it for work 90% of the time I'm using it. Beautiful. Yeah. So that I had bought a an older like a Lenovo ThinkPad and it was fine when I first started, but it gets bogged down quickly mm-hmm. and slowed down. And I've never bought an Apple computer. I wanted to get something that would be a little bit faster. I've been Apple phones for seven, eight years now, and it's probably about time to give myself a new laptop because I don't Let's think I'd had full one. Apple. So I went full Apple yeah. MacBook Air. I didn't go Pro. Oh. I'm an amateur. Well, I mean, you can't just, not everybody starts out in the pros, man. Right. That's why there's a minor league system. Exactly. That's work why you work your way up. Mm-hmm. Lima Locos, Rochester Red Wings. <laughs> then you're on the Yankees. Let's yeah. go. Starting on the bench, but then you're getting in. I would Spot love to be on the bench. Worst player on the best team. Let me learn from the best. I want to say best sport to be, best professional sport to be uh, on the bench in. Gotta be baseball. It's gotta be baseball. Gotta be baseball. Out of doubt. Oh, my God. Yeah. Need a little top off on that blue water? Ah, uh, no. Okay, you're still freaked out. I don't need, yeah. I got to get rid of it as fast as I can. I don't need more. Um, oh, yeah, because, I mean, e- 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 even if you are getting in the game, like late in the game in baseball, there's a chance you might not be doing anything. Bench guy, bullpen pitcher. Oh, the bullpen. Starting pitcher on your day off. You got it made. Yeah. You don't even have to deal with the head coach. Now you're just in the bullpen yeah. hanging out. Just hanging out. Eating seeds. <laughs> eating seeds. Or if you're on the Red Sox, eating fried chicken and uh, laying in the back watching TV. All right, Big Poppy. Hey, there you go. Hey. The Orioles were the team that got uh, Terry Francona fired from that job. 
Because oh, they, really? they knocked him out on the last day of the playoffs. I went down on a rain delay with my best friend Sean, who's interviewed me here on the podcast, was actually in attendance during episode one oh. at Art All Night way back three years ago. Time is a flat circle. It is, man. It's oh, all we've been back together. That pigeon. He believes <laughs> the carrot shirt is the one that stands out <laughs> to me the most now that I'm thinking about it. Oh my god. You're so not gonna I would never. Honestly, I think you have to keep it because if you let it go, it's all you'll be thinking about is yeah. the fact that you don't have it anymore. If you have it, you'll eventually just forget about it because I have the have the carrot shirt, whatever, but if you let go of it, you'll always know it's out there somewhere. Somebody else could be wearing that shirt. That's right. And I could I mean I could live with that. I don't know. Could I? Could you? I don't know. That's not something you want to find out. No, that's true. You got the playlist. That's the show. I got the playlist. You got it. It's a show you've been producing at Arcade for a while now, probably three years. Yeah, three, three plus now. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's a, a show that they do once a month where you bring in a musician and then the improvisers do sketches, or not sketches, they do scenes. I'm, scenes. I'm an articulate You person. are out of the game for a while, I man. know, man. I yeah. fucked up. I'm working on my new bits for my stand-up. It's fine. We can redo it. Put that it. in one of your stand I don't redo anything. This is all going in there. Even them probably not getting a sponsorship plugs that we've done for Threadbeast. Because without it, what would we have? Just a bunch of sweet clothes. Yeah. I hardly know those clothes. Never mind. Didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. great. I was thinking of how to shoehorn one of those in there. I'm glad you beat me to it. I'm really glad you beat me to it. I didn't even need. I was. I was like, I'm just. Least, I'm, I'm at least gonna wait for an ER. <laughs> but you were like, we don't need Clooney. I was I'm like, gonna what? jump right into it. I said, what do we have besides that? Oh, let me go all the way back to the opening. Let me just go down the list. Oh, that's good. I'll yeah. throw it in even yeah. when it doesn't exactly. fit. <laughs> shoehorn to reward the listeners for sticking mm-hmm. with us for the last. Well, I'll be honest. The computer counts in bars, which I think are seconds. Oh, um, my God. I mean, I can look at a real clock and estimate based Don't on the round when we started. Don't but do that. It's just... It's be uncertain it's how thir- much time has passed. 1367 bars. Now it's 1369. Oh. Ooh. You're welcome. Nice. <laughs> unlucky 69. <laughs> Who's unlucky? Well, Exactly. That's why it's so scary. So I'm treating this like a backdoor pilot. It's going to be the way we reset the show. Right, right. Do you want to finish talking about playlists before I <laughs> totally blow up what the podcast is and will be moving forward? Um, sure, sure. Yeah, so Pittsburgh New Works. Uh, it was a lot of fun getting that, you know, war that whole process. Uh, playlist, right? The playlist. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. What are the, I mean, you've gotten to showcase a variety of different musicians. Are there any genres you haven't been able to bring in yet that you would want to do for an improv music kind of hybrid show like that? Yes. Um, I haven't gotten any uh, hip-hop artists yet Okay. Uh, to do the show. Uh, and I did have uh, one lined up uh, for a while. It was actually set up uh, uh, through one of the cast members. And I just always like, didn't have... Uh, like a great feeling going throughout it because like all the communication was like through the, like the middleman like any anything I like sent this guy directly like never like once received any confirmation not a great back. sign no 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 not not a great sign as the it, producer of a show right that's a that's a red flag yeah yeah sure. yeah exactly exactly so and that continued and then uh, like the day of the show I messaged uh jesse l lee who was a regular cast member uh, at the time and i was just like hey man so i feel like there's a pretty good chance that our i might get stood up tonight yeah yeah I might get stood up tonight man um and you know if so would you be able to, to fill in with some songs and he was like sure and 
uh, lo and behold, that's exactly what happens. Smart to have a player yeah, on the bench that right. you can trust to call exactly. in those big moments. Those bench players, baby. The glue and the glue to... You know, we've had a lot team. of fun at their expense today. But, but really. <laughs> if that story doesn't tell you anything about <laughs> being ready when your number's called. That's right. That's what it's all about. You don't have to be the best. you got to be ready to fill in right. when the worst disappoints. <sighs> Threadbeast. Threadbeast. <laughs> Don't have to be the best. You don't have to be the best. We're going to fill in when the worst disappoints. But I got a nice new jacket. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Military jacket. Cool windbreaker with a pigeon on it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I, feel like, like, I feel like it's all, that's all kind of meant to be worn together, though. Like those cargos, uh, the with, carrot shirt, and then the uh, the kind of jacket with the, like, like the overthrow jacket at first, and the one that goes over that, and then the hat. I mean, we've already committed to doing a very visual bit on a podcast. Right. Do you want to do a fashion show where I try everything? <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> then we won't. No. So, I have been approached by an app, or I approached an app, however you want to How call it. How does that even happen? So I've been utilizing an app on my phone okay. for the last couple years called mm-hmm. Taste. Taste oh. does movie and television okay. not, recommendations. Not food. Thought not it was for food. food. It's an honest wrong. mistake. Thank you. So I think there are apps named Taste something for food. Oh. This one, the website is taste.io, but their app, oh. Taste. All right, improbable. Improv Olympic. Love it, baby. So they do movie and television recommendations based on you and people like you who have similar tastes. Mm. So it's not worrying about critics. It's not worrying about Rotten Tomatoes. They're taking that information through just the user base. I never suffer those fools anyway, Garrett. What's the last thing you went to in the theater? Um, I just saw last Christmas uh, a couple days ago. Oh, the film last Christmas. What? I thought you were the most recent movie you went to was eleven months ago, (laughs) and I was like, "You just saw Last Christmas? What?" Yeah, I just saw Last Christmas. Is that the? That's the. um, What's her face? Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. The the Daenerys. The the Mother of Dragons. The Rom Drum. The Rom Drum. And she's out there trying to find love around the holidays. Is that the premise? Ah. Sort of trying to, not necessarily trying to find love, but... Uh, it's in, a spiritual time right. here. Oh, very spiritual, for sure, for sure. In, in, Birth of the Lord. Absolutely. Um, Tis the reason. His name's in the holiday. Is it? Oh, yeah, his last name, last name, right. Yeah, not Where? So. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Berg. <laughs> Jesus Berg. New, new Jesus Eve. <laughs> Jay Berg. <laughs> um, yeah, no, she, no she's, just, oh, she's just a prototypical mess. You oh know, sure. What? Oh, drinking too much, you know. We can all relate. Um, and in in the midst of trying to, uh, you know, find herself, you know, she ends up, you know, potentially finding someone else too. Nice. Right. Well, that's pretty cool. Oh, it's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. We're Seinfeld now. We're going um, Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, it's going fine. <laughs> Anytime you resort to Seinfeld during a podcast interview, it means things are going great. Well, it's only because you can't do Cosby right. anymore. You can't. I have been going I'm glad, back. I'm glad, I'm glad we're hitting. All right, Scott, we got MJ, we got Cosby now. Who, 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 who's next? We'll, we'll find out who it is. We'll is there anybody who, who had a worse year than we'll that Louis C.K.? <laughs> My goodness. I'm so glad we're touching on all these. Well, we should stop touching on a lot of those things. I want to say well played. Nope, it was not. 
you served it up like a softball, and I played home run derby with just the swing you of asshole. my bat. <laughs> All I had to do was take my cuts. Uh, yikes a bee. But the fat, fine folks at Taste. Uh, yeah, I please spoke, back to Taste. I spoke with them earlier this year on their research panel. They were trying to reformat the app, do mm. some tweaks and changes, and as one of the regular app users, they reached out to me, and I oh. gave them my feedback on the app. And they've made some quality improvements. It's gotten a lot better. They're nice, looking to nice. expand it from just movies and TVs into podcasts, where hopefully someone could one day stumble upon it. It's nice to see he's working. I like this podcast. Yeah. I like, I like other what podcasts. other podcasts would I like? Oh, you yeah. like comedy podcasts? You'd like this one. Garrett Teitelbaum. So that's how I'd like it to work. But the same thing with books. And I think their ultimate goal from my conversations is one day to be able to go across the channels. So, like, if you like this kind of movie, you'd like this book. You, if you like this album, yeah. maybe check out this podcast. Yeah. So there's a nice kind of, I think, a cool overall thing that they can do with this. Right. And I'm somebody who is, we'll call it, a little bit OCD about uh, how I approach listening to things. Um, Example. I am since I turned 30, I've been attempting to listen to every single album by every member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, oh, wow. which is an absurd yeoman's project Why? because every single year they induct at least 5 new people with usually <laughs> dozens of records. Yeah. At least it's been 25 years since their first album has come <laughs> out at that point. So yep. Quite an extensive collection, a lot of reissues, a lot of double albums, You're special to editions. Those? Oh yeah, I did. So a, you listen to like the greatest hits. I just did a four-disc Nirvana Super Deluxe Nevermind, which mm-hmm. had somebody else who produced the album before the final producer did his version. There's a live album on there. There's B-sides. I, that's like a four-hour project. I'm now, wow. even though I've already listened to all three. Beatles anthologies, which are both two CDs. Mm-hmm. I'm now doing the version that has all six in one because I f- feel compelled to do it. And I'll never finish. I'm curious how close I can get in 10 years. Well, you're, you'll only just, like you said, just get further and further away. Every every year they'll add more. Yeah. And we'll see. Because certain bands like the Grateful Dead have so much live music that but they... you're, you're counting that too yeah but there's like there's like 60 dicks picks sure which i know out of <laughs> explain uh what that is um because it sounds very similar to a dick pick yeah um but i believe that's the uh was, was like the branding of those live concerts i think correct like yes yeah. is he the soundboard guy or is he a member of the band you know i had it's, it's who's dick be, yeah <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure a sound guy. But so I've been trying to come up with uh, a way to do a podcast for the fine folks at Taste. So my goal is to then be able to take that show and help them promote their app, try to get more people involved, try to get ultimately what the app is trying to do now is have more of a social component to it. So nice. that way, if you came over to the house and we both had Taste profiles, oh yeah, we could go in there and say... What movies have we both not seen that mm-hmm. we would arbitrarily or right. based on data right. both yeah. enjoy to watch together? You like this song, maybe wear this hat. Right. Maybe wear this hat. Yeah. It's from Italy. <laughs> exactly. It's a very nice cat. You tell by the cool pyramid on front. So I'm currently my my plan is to take the data that they have and 
kind of do a podcast where I talk about the different lists that they do, like top 10 this, top 10 that. Top. They just put out their top 25 holiday movies. So I'm going to do oh. that for episode 186 the week after us, and that'll come out before Thanksgiving. Top 25 so holiday movies. Top 25 holiday I'm movies. I'm trying to think of how many movies on that list that are not Christmas or, I guess, even Valentine's Day. Well, the Sandlot has a nice July Fourth scene in it. I mean, how much? It's built on a summer game. Are we calling that a That's holiday a movie? Stretch. <laughs> I mean, Die Hard Christmas for sure. It can't take place if, during how, any other time of the year. But Sandlot. So fine. I mean, if Die Hard Christmas is allowed to be a Christmas movie. But yeah. Rocky Four. The fight takes place on Christmas Day in Russia. But does it, the fight have to take place on Christmas Day? Yeah, it's the only day they'll sanction the fight. Oh, is it? It's not the biggest plot point, but it is addressed in the movie. And the Rocky ends the Cold War. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen the fantastic film, Rocky IV. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want the, it to end any other way anyway. Right. So. I mean, all of the movies, they don't all take place around the holidays, but I, there's probably at least one holiday-era right. scene. They've The last sure. few have all come out around Thanksgiving. Okay, right, right, yeah. But I was, I was like, is, is the holiday integral to like putting the plot in motion you're telling like, me for die hard it, it is no that movie well, it's not it, okay why okay. why it could take like a week later no it couldn't on new year's eve no it couldn't why wouldn't they throw their uh, company john uh wouldn't be there he john, yeah, john, john, john mcclain <laughs> is isn't is, is flying across the country for a new year's party he's not flying across the country for any other holiday um <laughs> they're not shutting down the building for you know they shut down the building for holiday party they're not doing they only doing that for a christmas holiday party they're not doing that for any other any other holiday um, that's why the building's so deserted. That's why he's back in town. So you think taking a hard stand, even when you're wrong, is worth the effort? That is my life, <laughs> this essentially. Is, it seems like that's what you do on the internet t- a lot. Taking a hard stand <laughs> when you're wrong, the Matt Soldier life story, absolutely. But I do, because it's true, though. Like That's one of the things I wanted to be like, no, it's not. But then uh, judging by my own criteria of, like, it, like, is the holiday essential to, like, like the impetus for the plot like happening and Die Hard I have to be like god damn it like it kind of is so then Jingle All the Way best Christmas movie oh hell yes okay then we're hard all, yes all in agreement then hard yes <laughs> Arnold and Sinbad all oh day. my god dream team <laughs> I'm like why weren't they just in, not in like eight movies together after that that should have happened it really should have happened yeah. it really should have Sinbad come on man come on Sin that's what his friends call him <laughs> just Sin come on Sin oh you so bad Sin <laughs> So, my thought, are you more of a TV guy or a movie guy? Do you think in your heart of hearts? Oh, in, uh, yeah, heart of hearts, movie guy. You're a movie guy. Movie guy. Okay. Um, it's just, it's just less commitment. I, th- I think, I think if I were to just dissect it just right now, having given it no prior thought, you know, because a movie, you're in and out. Two great, hours. That's fine. You know, you start a TV show, especially if it hasn't ended. Yeah. You know, it could be two seasons of great TV, and then it starts to texture itself, and you're like, well, damn. Um, so, so I'm, I'm kind of lot. I'm, you're yeah. kind of helping my my TV thought process because I by getting into this with them giving me like data on a regular basis uh-huh. and me trying to do a show for them, I have been keeping track of how many shows I am actively watching whether they're on the air or off the air. Mm-hmm. And there's a total of 50 television programs that are either in between seasons or are currently airing or have finished, but I'm not finished with them yet, oh, that yeah. I'm actively involved with. Yeah. And that's too many. 
That's a lot. I gotta cut that down. Yeah, because you still got like seventy dicks picks of. I got so much Dead music to listen, to listen to. So I've started a new taste profile, and I'm gonna start to do movie recommendations with them. So we'll see how things go. I can talk to you about TV. I I made a list of my top ten films. Oh, uh, by, by all means, okay. dish so dish on we, that list. I'll give you my top ten movies. Hell you can yes. be as critical as you'd like. I gave myself two exemptions from being a single film. I allowed oh. myself to pick a trilogy and a series, and mm. they only count as one spot. Okay. But everything else I is mean, an individual film. It's your list, so I'll allow it. Okay. <laughs> Number ten, <laughs> Gravity. Number 10. Gravity. Incredible in the theater. Great to see George Clooney and Sandra Bullock in outer space. Right. I don't think That's I'd watch it again. Wanted. That's my main thing with that. Like, Loved it in the theater. Don't know that I'd ever watch it at the house. Yeah. But I mean, c- can that be a top 10 film, though, if it doesn't translate through different, through different mediums? I would be more likely to... Re- and the only other movie I would say that about that I think I'm less likely to want to rewatch would be Avatar. Because I liked Avatar visually, but I don't have any interest in going back to watch that on my TV. I think both of those are movie theater experiences, which we have fewer and fewer of these days. You have to experience the um, situation of realizing that they called an element that they couldn't get a lot of unobtainium (laughs) in a big blockbuster film and decided it was... Great idea. Let's leave it. You gotta, yeah, that's all about that movie theater experience for that moment. <laughs> but, that, I mean, genuinely, I don't get motion sickness a lot. Like, mm-hmm. The visuals, the, it was just a cool movie. Yeah. I'll, I'll give Gravity its due. Oh, no, gra- um, for sure. I mean, in the whole, like, uh, like the allegory, basically, of, like, life, like kind of Big Bang, like, coming to Earth. Oh, yeah. Superness, really cool stuff, for sure. Um, but yeah, I was also like, this is great. I really don't have any desire to watch it again because I feel like it would be ruined. I did it back to I back. It on TNT. I don't just... remember which I did first. I want to say I did Gravity second. I did it the same day as Wolf of Wall Street. Like, went to the oh, theater early wow. on a Saturday morning. They were both nominated wow. for Best Picture. Yeah. And I was just like, let me try to get them all. That's a lot of movie. In a lot day. of movie in one day. But yeah. <laughs> number 10. <laughs> great. All right. Support it. Number, Still support it for Number reasons. nine. Number nine. Almost Revolution. Famous. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, the Beatles. The Beatles, baby. Back on, back on the Beatles, baby. Almost Famous. Almost Famous. Cameron Crowe made me want to be a journalist. Part of why we do the podcast now as an adult. Saw it in high school. Fell in love. You know, Penny Lane. And, oh, yeah. Uh, what? Uh, Sil- Stillwater. That's the band's name. Yeah, yeah. Band. Stillwater. Great band Silver band. Dogs. That's not it. Silver Dogs. You know, Silver Miles Dogs. Miles Standish, I believe, was the name <laughs> of the band. It almost was. Uh, that was, uh, I don't know if this is a fun fact, but you know that scene where um, I think uh, it's uh, Kate Hudson asks uh, Patrick, whatever his, his last name is, yeah. um, to go on tour and he pauses and he's just like, ask me again. Um, that was actually him, the actor, like, being unhappy with like how he reacted to the line so he <laughs> wanted her to ask him again and then she asked him but Cameron Crowe was like I've stumbled upon we found a it. cool thing nice so good for Cam right good for Cam good for Cece that's another movie where uh, you know those movies where sometimes like your friends talk them up so much it's like sure. this is an amazing movie so you're almost you kind of go into watching it of just like kind of like impress me yes. film that was one of the, those ones for me so I get the that. first time I watched it uh, with that friend, 
I was like, this movie I mean, will change your life. Yeah, like, this movie is not the shins. <laughs> so <laughs> I Gar- don't want to hear it. Garden State did not make the list. <laughs> no. Sorry. Really? Yeah, it's oh, a good one. Man. I didn't put it top ten. <laughs> but I don't know. Some of these aren't uh, movies that would be considered classics. In but they're know, classics the to you. But yeah, I right. love Almost Famous. Didn't get overhyped. I saw it early enough nice, in life. Nice, nice. Number eight, Over the Top. Oh, this is Sylvester Stallone. Mm. As Lincoln Hawk, an arm wrestling truck driver who has to win custody of his son from his father-in-law because the son's mother is dying. And the grandfather wants to put the kid in private school. He's a military academy brat. But all Lincoln Hawk has to do... Sir, stop your pitch. We're making this movie immediately. (laughs) Lincoln Hawk, arm wrestling tournament, Las Vegas. It is incredible. Yeah. I could talk more about it. Oh my Saw God. it at a key point in my life, and it has <laughs> right. influenced every day since. What was this key point? Oh, I was a freshman in college. My parents right. had just separated. I watched it at my dad's apartment. Yep, that's it. Just trying to buy a good love, kid. Right, and I always love when the movies like that, you're able to, because of where you are in your life, like emotionally, that they're, they're able to affect you. Meet me way. halfway right. across the sky. Yeah. It's beautiful. Like, I had a similar experience. I think when I when I was watching uh, somewhat recently uh, again the best Christmas uh, movie ever, Jingle All the Way. Sure. Um, where you know uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger late late in the game when he is Turbo Man <laughs> and he's trying to save his kid that I've almost Turbo Man. Yeah, Turbo Man, Jamie, and he's like trying to get him, and I was getting really really misty eyed. Uh, it was really it was really. I really wanted him to, you know, to, to, to use his jetpack and, and save his son. That's and, a sign of being an adult yeah, if a movie right. makes you cry, if a TV show can make you cry. Mm-hmm. This next movie makes me cry. All right. Remember the Titans. It I is. Don't. You don't remember the Titans? Denzel Washington. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's a football coach, and the school has to segregate. Yeah. Gary Bertier, car accident. Mm-hmm. Fire and Rain's playing. Oh, yeah. Every time. That one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Julius goes to visit him in the hospital. It's great. Oh, my God. Top to bottom. And I will say, and it's not going to be a, a popular opinion with you Disney Plus people, it's the best <laughs> Disney movie. Boom. It is the best Disney film. It's the only Disney film on this list. That's right, Disney Plusers. Um, now another movie where I think it was just like on cable a few months ago. I had it on. It was like... Well, I guess I'm watching the rest of this because I'm just like I'm like I'm in it now. Yeah. So I gotta see if they solve this racism, you know. So yeah. I'm like I can't. the problems, Jerry. <laughs> the other one, uh, not the other one. What are we at? Ten, nine, eight, seven, six. Almost done with the top bottom ten. Good Will Hunting. Robin Williams. How you like them carrots? How you like them carrots? I got her number. <laughs> How you like them carrots? He says it while he's he wearing his a shirt name? with a cucumber on <laughs> Great one. Always great. First real comedy on the list. Maybe the only true comedy. Caddyshack, number five. Caddyshack yeah. I watched, I think, at least once a month through most of high school. Oh, one, one of those Quotable, ones. just goofing off with your friends. That's a fun one. Is that, is that kind of like your... Is that, like the go-to comedy, like I've seen this comedy more than like any other comedy. I think the comedy I've probably watched the most times 
is not on this list. It's either going to be Zoolander or great, great. Uh, the first Anchorman. Also great. I saw Anchorman twice in theaters. Those are both great. Oh, for sure. Zoolander, I did not see the sequel. I did see the second Anchorman. Oh, man, so disappointing. Yeah. Most comedy sequels, not so good. Super Troopers 2, though, pretty good. I fell asleep. Fair. To be fair, I fell asleep to lots of times. I yeah, fell yeah, asleep at shows before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never it's your like, fault on stage. Right. No offense, world, but I'm <laughs> falling asleep now. Sometimes I'm a sleepy boy. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of sequels, I will argue that this one's second chapter is the best of the three. <gasps> it. Back to the Future. <laughs> I have the Back to the Future trilogy at the number four position on my list. Nice. I think they're all great. Two makes me happy because they get to go to 2015. They get to go back. There's this great cameo. Not even they cameo. They get to go back. There's a scene where Marty has gone back to the dance and he punches Biff. Biff's knocked out, and then other Marty comes back and takes the almanac. And there's a guy who just has one line in the movie, and he goes, I'm pretty sure he took his wallet. He goes, yeah, I think he took his wallet. <laughs> that's all I want in this whole world. I don't – that's my number one dream is to have one line in a classic film. Number two dream – Just to be the – To work with the Muppets. Right. Just that's be, all – Yeah. That's all if you could get Those two things out of this. Those guys coming off the bench in that film. Just be a just bench player. Just giving that one line. Be a memorable Great bench player. That's all you need in this world. Yeah. And sometimes our number three movie – all you need in this world is story time with your grandpa. It's the Princess Bride. Oh, no! I knew I knew that's what it was going to be. Not a straight comedy, but lots of funny stuff in oh, there. Oh, I mean, an incredible cast, general tone for a film. It's really tough to beat. That film is just a great message, giving you a nice warm hug. The positive the whole way. There's some scary stuff. Wesley's great. Oh, I mean, yeah, top to bottom. Gary Ellis. Not not a weak member of that cast. No. Nope. Manny Potemkin, fantastic. Trying <laughs> to get all on another go. <laughs> <laughs> Mandy. Mandy Potemkin. <laughs> Mimsy. Manny. Poconos. I think my dad and my brother saw, saw him perform, uh, like songs. Like as a, oh, I'm gonna say some perform. Like what? Like stand up? <laughs> I think he did a musical. <laughs> oh, it was the uh, that's right. Uh, Thanksgiving Macy's Day Parade. He's performing one yes, song. He did one song at the Macy's Parade. <laughs> my dad and my brother wouldn't shut up about it. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. From the Princess Bride the musical, I saw that. Oh, did you? Wait, no. Is there is there oh, one? I don't think so. I mean, it'll happen. It'll happen. It'll happen. Well, <laughs> There's going to be a big number. Inconceivable. Inconceivable. <laughs> we can write it. I mean, Yeah, I mean, come on. It writes itself. No, top two are canceled. Because, We're yeah. working on that. <laughs> no, the silver medal, it belongs to um, a gentleman who is uh, very uh, familiar with Pittsburgh now after shooting the Mr. Rogers film. It was his second of two back-to-back best lead actor Oscars for Ooh. his portrayal of Forrest Gump, uh, Tom Hanks. Is who we're and talking about in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. <laughs> nope, Philadelphia no. was the first. And then the second year, he won. Imagine, if you will, <laughs> if those two <laughs> characters switched movies and just it played out. Oh. Yeah. I think Unpleasant, that's... Unpleasantness ensues. Yeah, that, that's the movie that I stop and watch <laughs> yeah. whenever it's on TV. First. Even if Jenny's a terrible person sometimes. Even if... 
you know, I wouldn't make all the decisions that Sally Field or Gary Sinise make. And let me tell you, let me tell you something. It's a real character. I, 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 in film nor life, I don't think I'd make any decision that Sally Field makes. I'm not hiring that babysitter, (laughs) no matter what you say. No, no thanks. If Sally does it, I don't. That's pretty much (laughs) how how my life life choices have (laughs) been made up to this point. If I see Sally Field do it, I ain't going over there. I'm not doing it. (laughs) That ain't for me. Nope. That ain't for me. It's not. I was was all set to, you know, start in a period piece with General Day-Lewis. General Day-Lewis? JGL. (laughs) All the big haters. Sally Field's going to do it? Nope. You know what the biggest, uh, the reason that movie's not on the list? Hmm. You don't get to see the play. <laughs> I mean, you watch for two hours. Right. He's like, I'm on my way to the theater. Right. Nothing. They just Honestly. cut away. Yeah, like put us like into I want to live in that booth. Space. Give me a John Wilkes booth montage. Yeah, right. Give me the backstory of that <laughs> night. Give me the play and end Soprano style yeah. where he's just watching. Booth <laughs> comes in and he does and he cuts the black. Does he shoot him? Who what knows? Happens? So many think pieces on Lincoln. Is he shot or is he not shot? What I don't happened? Know. Yeah. What happened at the end? So we fixed Lincoln. Yeah, You're welcome, Sally. <laughs> ambiguous ending that it deserves. And the number one series, the number one movie, Rocky. Rocky. I'll take that. That's my Star Wars. That's my Lord of the Rings. That's mm-hmm. my whatever series you like better. Finding. Cars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Finding Nemo. That's my Nemo Dora. They're going to find one more fish. Yeah. There's going to be a third one. You got to find Frank. Who's, that's right. He said, is he the sh- turtle? Don't remember. <laughs> no, I thought that was Dory. No, Adora's the other fish. She's the clownfish. Right? No. No, no Albert Brooks ne- is the clownfish. Yeah. No, Nemo's the clownfish. Nemo? So many is the clownfish. Fish. Albert Brooks is the dad of Nemo, also so, a clownfish. Right. Dory is Ellen, the turtle. Uh, no, she's not a turtle. Ellen's a turn. No. No, no the turtle are, are like the, the, the stoner, stoner surfers guys. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they've been alive for decades, so they might as well be getting high. There's eight Rocky movies. That's my logic. <laughs> There's so many. They've given yeah. me so much joy. That's crazy. Other There's one than for five, every day of the week. You could. Eight Beatles, days baby. a week. You could back, do back it. Back in it. Boom. We back hit the, it. Hit the post. I've got one more Beatles album to score. listen to. No. <laughs> we just hit the post. Oh, no. Hitting the post is good in radio. That's um, oh. that's like DJ term for when you're talking before a song starts okay. and you're talking over like the intro music. Oh, I love that. And you that. come in right. You, I love it. If you oh can end God. right when the lyrics kick in. Yes. That's what hitting the yes, post is. Yes, when a DJ yeah. can give a good kind of like hype track element to the beginning of that song. Yeah. Uh, I love we got that. so much coming up here on the FM. Tune in. If you can hit the post, right. you're, the, you're good at your job. I love it. I'm just trying to get good at my job. Oh, yeah, aside from hockey, if you're hitting the post. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. Baseball, not too bad. You get a home run. Oh, is it? Is it on? If you hit the field, field uh, foul pole. <laughs> if you, Woo. if you hit the foul pole in the baseball game, three that's points. a home run. That's a three-run three home run. <laughs> Depending on where it bounces. Doesn't matter. It scores. Love Everybody. It. Matt Salter, if people want to find you here on the internet or doing your shows here in the holiday season, what's the best way to do it? Yeah. Um. When when is when is this drop in? Well, as we said, time flat circle. So really, but it should be out sometime in the next seven days. All right, next seven days. Well, hey, if it comes out before November 29th, 
then I'd say check out uh, the preposterous show at Arcade. Preposterous. Uh, it's all uh, short form. I'm coming out of retirement. That's great. Yeah. I was so worried. That's right. I told you. You're going to wear 45 this time? lived uh, I am. Arcade already retired your jersey. Yeah, yeah, they did. I got to wear a new improv jersey. Sure. Those sons Hung up these. the 8-bit. Now he's yeah, got a 45. Yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, all short form, all props. Cool. Uh, every game is a prop game. Um, if, if you want to see um, do you, somebody... Do you allow the audience to make prop bets on who wins each game? Because well, that feels like it's right in the I wheelhouse. Can't, I can't say this officially, but... There's some gambling that takes place? <laughs> If you want to gamble, go ahead. If I was in town, I would. I'm going to be home in Ohio right. for Thanksgiving. Otherwise, oh. I'd be there. Well, you'll be gambling in Ohio. Yeah, they have gambling there, too. Yeah. They don't have sports books, I don't think. Now Pennsylvania has sports books. Right. We, we could go to the casino and bet on sports. Right. Not. Yeah, you can't buy a... Ohio is just table games. But really, I left Ohio 10 years ago. There was nothing. When I left Baltimore six years ago, there was nothing. Gambling everywhere now. It's 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 that you, you you have that effect. It was like every I, time every time I left a school, uh, growing up uh, and going to different schools. Every time I left them, it would kind of be the opposite though, where the school just went to shit. The school um, I went to in Louisiana horrible. got uniforms the years after we left. Oh, and I was glad that we were leaving. I was yeah, like, I don't wear a school uniform. Yeah, hardly know her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Matt Salter doing prop prop. Nope. What's it? Proposition? Prop. Oh my god, no. The show is not proposition. Where we proposition you with props. <laughs> Dear God, no. I mean, that could happen. No no guarantees. It's a that lot doesn't of slide, happen. Just a lot of slide, oh, lot of slide whistles. whistles. <laughs> let, 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 let me throw this out there. Why is every improv scene not edited with a slide whistle sound? <laughs> we got people running across the stage like maniacs. I'm coming out of retirement just to make sure that more scenes end with slide whistles. Bring a slide whistle to a show, edit a scene. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait. Are you editing a scene, or are you doing the uh, sound effect at the end of the home and home improvement? Oh yeah, I was doing. Like, I was doing my erg. Yeah. Oh wait, no. That's also the sound when um uh you beat a level in Super Mario World, and it's like. Yeah. There it is. You big game guy. Um. Oh yeah. I'm hunting buck. Hunting You're elk. A buck hunter guy. <laughs> no. I got a switch this year. I played oh, the Switch. Nice. I love how we switched immediately back from hunting into gaming, so thank you for that. Oh, yeah. Nice, yeah. No, I honestly, uh, I haven't I haven't really gamed in a while. The, the, the only game I really play from time to time is uh, just knock out a, uh, a quick nine on Wii Golf. Nice. Um, that's about it. What do, you, what, do you, what do you switch it on these days? I've been playing a lot of Zelda. Uh, heard that was amazing. Breath of the Wild's great. Yeah. yeah. That's a fun one. And then we bought the Untitled Goose Game, which right. is... Just pestering the town folk, bothering right. the farmer. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fun. And then Toe Jam and Earl was why I bought it. They made a new version of Toe Jam and Earl, which is a Sega game I used to play with my brother. Oh, so now they and I um, play it pretty regularly. Like nice. once a month, we'll do online gaming oh, nice, together. Nice. So yeah, that's yeah. fun. I'm, I'm I'm familiar with the music from, from well, that game, but not the actual game. If you want to end this interview right now, be happy to play with you if you want. I mean, while we just play, play it on the while wearing three beasts. Twenty-three sixty-five. That's how many bars we hit today. Isn't uh, that enough? 
So You've had enough. Bombs. If you want to find Tell me, me I'm at Dropping Bombs, B-A-U-M-S, the podcast, Garrett Titlebaum, it's nice to see he's working, or the Mr. Taste podcast, when that starts, you'll be the first ones to know. We are excited to talk about our friends at Threadbeast, and we hope that they enjoyed this episode that we definitely sent them, and they definitely probably liked. <laughs> You're welcome, Threadbeast. Matt! Every 185 weeks, whether we need it or not. Clockwork, baby. Thanks for coming Love in. Love it. <laughs> My pleasure. You have been listening to Unplanned Comedy Pods, a podcast collection.